Yo, what up, though, my G's? Y'all should know what it is. It is BKA Watts, one half of the Blurs and Clips podcast, right here with, as always, it's the award winning Vigatron. Vig, how you feeling today, man? I'm all right. You know, it's crabs bothering me. <laughs> you know. Anyway, I don't know. It's it's very still, regardless of the fact of entertainment or not, it's hard to still get excited talking about DC shit. Like, I don't know. Just came front. Like, I, even if it's good, I never get excited talking about DC shit. I guess they just have a history of just, you know, disappointing you to a point where you're not, but so pumped. Well, the thing is, which, I, and I talked about it in the trailer reaction that we posted on the Pro 3 NT YouTube channel where you should go like, subscribe, leave comments. When I did the trailer reaction, I, I talked about the fact that if this thing is good, that's one thing where money is what drives this shit ultimately at the end of the day. So right. if it makes money and if it's dope, then it would behoove them to fucking keep it rolling. But I don't see it as possible at this point because it's not. Ray Fisher is the fuck out. They were very, very public with the like, hey, get this nigga the fuck out of here. We ain't working with him no more. And him with the weirdo accusations without I mean, accusations and all the other shit that he did. I mean, realistically, just going into that, they could always just recast. They could. They could. But he's definitely out. After his obligation to Flash, Affleck is out. Shit. I mean, I still don't know that they are going to do or not do something with Ezra Miller after the whole choking out a fan incident because they've been very quiet about it. But they definitely shitbagged Johnny Depp and are still on the table with what they're going to do with Amber Heard. So I don't see why that also wouldn't apply to Ezra Miller. And the only thing they got going good right now is Aquaman because Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman is, is even in mediocre shape after... 84 was ass. I wish I could choke slam a bitch and not have anybody talk about it. My nigga. Hey, that's the first <laughs> cancel comment of the day. Booyah. Anyway, yeah, the first the cancel comment of the day. All right. So first and first. Yeah, definitely better than the 2017 theatrical cut. So um, much better. Yeah, just to get that out of the way for the people. Like, yeah, it's it's very entertaining. It was it was good. It wasn't a masterpiece. I liked it. But, yeah, there's also not a lot that I could say bad about it. Four hours and, and everything. And mind you, I'm not one of those geeks that watched that shit for the entire four hours. I watched about two hours of that shit, and I took a nap, and then I came back to it later. So that's the good thing of with it being on HBO Max. As so many people said, with streaming, you can just pause some shit and come back to it. It's not like you have to sit there. Or full four. So, but yeah, definitely thumbs up in that sense of just the fact that with them being able to close out the story to make it a lot more cohesive, to make a lot more of those threads actually mean something and be explained and not, you know, it's basically like we were talking the same way that they ended up getting that ultimate cut for Batman v Superman. It's like when you get to tell the entire story, it makes a lot more sense. It's a lot more cohesive. It's a lot more... You know, you, you get way more character development that way and you at least halfway care or at least seem halfway interested. But again, they're still DC characters. They're not my favorite. I mean, Batman is Batman, but I still don't give a shit about damn near any of those other characters just based on their characterizations. But as far as the way that sits, not to compare it to anything MCU, like I said, very enjoyable, very solid. 
It is not the same movie for any one of you that have not watched it yet. I was really going into it thinking basically you're seeing the same thing, but just with slight changes. But no, it's a lot more than that. I mean, it's it's at basis the same movie, but there's way more new material than it is old material from the theatrical cut where you feel like you're you're practically watching something brand new. You kind of know how it's going to end, but it still feels new as fuck. This is true. I watched, I watched it straight through, but at the same time, I have become just a binger in general. I will sit and watch, you know, like I think, matter of fact, so Blacklist season eight is out right now and there are nine episodes out and I sat and watched seven of them bitches straight. I feel you, but you know. So like four hours ain't really shit to me. It, when it's one thing, it, it's, it feel weird because it's like when it's one thing just playing straight the fuck through by comparison, I don't know if it's just something. It's just something about it. Like I don't know. It it didn't bother me too much. I was tired, low key, but I knew I had to get it watched so I could get the review shot to get it uploaded. So I had to power through it. But I definitely got tired through the halfway point. And started to doze off. Okay. Well, here's what I say to clarify and to mind you. You know, the the devil is in the details. So this is true. It's not like I couldn't just make it through. But I'm also old and have been up all the other part of that day. So, nah, nigga, it wasn't happening by the time I started watching that. Like, after, I think I started maybe at six-ish. So, nah, I'm only making it two hours at that point because I ain't had my nap for the day. And then I came back and finished off the rest of it from, like, 10, you know, through to a little bit after midnight or whatever. So, yeah, if I, if it was like first thing in the day and I got to sit there and actually just watch it, I would have watched all four hours. And and it doesn't feel like a dragging four hours if you actually care about the subject matter. like Or if you're into this kind of geek shit, which obviously what I would assume that you are, being that you're listening to this podcast, unless you just like, you know, sexy voices of, you know, black men and shit, and I can fully understand that, ladies. It's sultry, I mean, smooth, like a Colt 45. Totally understand <laughs> You know, the fact that right now you're just splooshing in your granny panties, <laughs> just listening to my voice. I know. I understand. But if you're into that kind of thing, like, yeah, it, it really did go by in that way where it didn't really feel like it dragged. Like I said, it, it, it was just, it, it was definitively dope. And I mean, I guess we're going into some details about some aspects of the differences, you know. But yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so like, listen. Out the gate, the... The Aquaman scene of like, you know, Ben Affleck going to get Aquaman or whatever, like that, that was fine, whatever. It didn't really, you know, whatever. The thing I didn't like about it, which was something that I felt like they could have kind of cut out, was the random poor villager bitches singing to the water when Aquaman <laughs> swam off. What the fuck was that shit? Well, again, I can understand that. I but, did too, but, but I still was like, ah. Well, no, I'm only going to say that if it was a two-hour cut of that movie and they did that, I'd be like, yeah, what the fuck? But it's like, if anything, the fact that Zack Snyder was going to be like, all right, I got this four-hour cut of this movie. I'm giving you everything that I had. It was like, I'm going to go ahead and, and put every you know thing out there. It was kind of like I heard was talking about like Al Pacino in Heat where he was talking to fucking Ricky. Goddamn, what the fuck is Ricky's name? God damn, 
Fucking comedian who also is a DJ Easy Dick and that's smoking a fat sack right here on W Balls. He listened to it. I, well, I don't know what DJ fuck Easy Dick. But yeah, he does DJ Easy Dick and he does the other motherfucker on all of the Death Row shit. Ricky, got that. Ricky Harris. Ricky Harris. Ricky okay. Harris. So Ricky Harris and Heat and he was like, yeah, give me everything you got. Give me everything you got. When he was oh, doing that yeah, shit. So yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, give me everything you got. Fine. I'm already investing in four hours of this shit. I'll take that. It did feel awkward. But if it was a series and this was just within an episode, I don't even think you would even trip on it as much. It just felt like, hey, you're still making this four hour movie long where we don't need this. But if it was broken up and episodically, you'd be like, all right, I get the characterization of what they're really trying to convey there, which makes a lot more sense. Nah, because I understood from the perspective of like these poor ass villagers low key survive on Aquaman's miscellaneous contributions and that he's like some mythical creature to them and shit. So like right. they kind of have like a little like mild worship of him and shit. I get that. But the way that he, that he talks, walks and and acts is anything but that he's just like a regular nigga. Like is, is how he carries himself. You know what I'm saying? Even though he is a super powered being and shit. So it just felt like uh, it, it felt weird. Like I, it would be very different if, if I felt like he carried himself like that, but he didn't, and it was just like it didn't match. Well, uh, look that that aside, that was like whatever. But quite possibly, I want to say top five moments for me was definitely that fucking Wonder Woman bank robbery scene. That yeah. shit was dope. Yeah, would it be in a lot more hardcore this time? Yeah, it definitely worked a lot better i mean i didn't even hate the the theatrical version i mean it was still no i didn't either cool but, shit, but but this it was, was that much it was ramped up yes nigga she i mean fast enough to block every one of them bullets and the way she was moving that speed ramping was dope as shit she beat the shit out of all of them niggas right. like everything about that joint was thoroughly impressive for me i low-key was like damn can we get a Zack snyder wonder woman if this how the action gonna be that was fire yeah over 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 84 over how i felt about wonder woman going into this after seeing 84 this was much better and i mean mind you yeah maybe you know they could hopefully one day get at a chance as you know patty jenkins didn't really come through you know in the second one but you know that's what happens when you let a woman do a man's job all right Second cancel content <laughs> of the day. And Get these are just nigga. jokes. <laughs> these Canceled. are just jokes, people. That's why you're here. So Comedy style. Nonetheless, yeah, it was completely ramped up. I did like that the tension felt a lot more serious. But the thing that I also find funny with all of the other reviews and people talk about it, people still keep ignoring the rampant superhero murder. <laughs> Yo, listen, listen. That that was the thing. Too. That was the thing too. And, and we we could talk about that a little later with Falcon and Winter Soldier because that opening fucking scene of that shit. Yeah. I'm like, yo, Falcon just killing everybody, right. nigga. What is right. happening? But it's still on brand because when you think about, you know, not to totally go off, but when you think about Captain America: First Avenger, he killed so many fucking Nazis. Like, nah, they've been murdering people from the very beginning. But niggas was, but everybody, everybody's okay with niggas killing Nazis. Yeah, but also Iron Man killed all them Middle Eastern motherfuckers when he first was trying to suit out. So. Well, them niggas was terrorists. <laughs> and that's what makes a difference. Like they, and they was like verifiable terrorists, though. And this is why cops kill black people. 
Clearly. Because we're terrorists. So, but anyway. So, yeah, I, I just thought that was funny. It was like, yeah, she's still showed no restraint in that sense where it's like, nah, you're, you're still, like, we're murdering every fucking body. Well, I felt like she just, like, low-key. I feel like she, for real, like, socked everybody else out she real did, bad. but I'm saying, low-key main. No, no, no. I mean, shit. But, but when she did it, though, my thought was... Well, that nigga wanted to blow up. <laughs> so, like, nigga, he was prepared, nigga. So, again, it was like, she gave the nigga what he asked for. But characterization-wise, she still showed no restraint. And that's where it was like, see, you could have No, low-key, because the problem with that really wasn't even so much that she killed a nigga who was about to blow herself up anyway. She blew the nigga up. But it was the fact that the whole front of the building exploded out. Right. And the that's property what I was damage thinking. game, not to mention them gigantic blocks exactly. that flew at the innocent that's people the outside. first fucking thing I thought about when I'm like, yeah, just throw cinder blocks at those innocent cops down here. Like, what the fuck? Somebody definitely would have called one of them bitches to the forehead. That's what I'm saying. Just, they don't give a fuck. Collateral damage means nothing to these goddamn superheroes. You see, nah. it was a good thing that black folks didn't get them superpowers and shit. You right. You supposed to share. Oh, niggas would have robbed all the banks. No questions asked. Any nigga who would have been bulletproof or able to just go through a wall, robbing the bank. All I wanted was fucking was jumper level teleportation. That, that's all I need. I feel it. No, that shit would have been fire. There, there's almost nothing better than that to me. I don't think there was a better characterization of powers than fucking jumper in that sense of how teleportation that if how it could work yeah just be like yeah i never have to pay for shit and if you go can anywhere picture I the want. place just like, nigga, like, go oh, my god but anyway yeah because yeah. then you get that teleportation without having to be a fucking blue scarred nigga like nightcrawler yeah that's what i'm saying like you ain't got to be fucked up like that but then just the fact that you could just do damn near anything you ain't got to really worry about fighting a nigga because a nigga want to come up on you it's just Pop back and forth up and just keep socking this nigga until, you know, he's a bloody pulp. But that's that's neither here nor there. But, yeah, just the rampant collateral damage and murder these superheroes commit. But, like, I don't know who to really blame. One hand, I want to say in this case, I'm just going to blame Zack Snyder because he seems to be very, you know, that's his thing. Just fuck everybody up. Yeah, Uh, but yeah, that was that was definitely uh, that was definitely hard. The only issue that I had with that scene was the fact that she had absolutely no reason to be standing on top of that statue on top of the building whatsoever. She was just up there for the shot. That's every fucking superhero. Like, nigga, I'm just going to stand here and chill out and listen and then, you know, descend. Yeah, clearly she was just fucking standing there. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm, I'm, you look, I'm with it. Like, you, you and, 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 and those it. are, and those are like, that's like, that's some super minor nitpicky <laughs> shit. I'm not tripping at all. But it was still just like, what the fuck is she up there for? Like, why, like, why did you take that? Why did you put the effort in to climb all the way the fuck up there, or jump all the way the fuck up there, or swing on a bolt of lightning all the way up there? Well, again, if she could jump up there like it wasn't shit, then she could just do that. We just mad because we can't do it. It's of like, course. It's like we talk about niggas that blow thousands of dollars in the strip club. Like, nigga, why are you blowing that money? Because we ain't got it. Well, that's because jumping high is for black people. <laughs> that's fucked up. Um, <laughs> but see, that's my problem, brother. Had you thought about the fact that she is an Amazon from Themyscira, and if you know anything about your black history, you understand that it's the black Kemites, Semitite people that came down and they were the ones that just spread their seed all over to make us have that special physical ability. <laughs> but um Yeah. Yeah, but I mean again, but like my, my point was is like if if they just showed up and, and the bitch was sitting there eating sushi, you'd be like, yo, that looks dumb. So Yeah. Which one you want? I ain't here. I ain't, hey look. I'll I'll take the miscellaneous superhero 
building top statue stand, but you know, whatever. I'm thinking to any of these other moments. Lois Lane is still fucking pointless. Whatever. Shit. The Martha sit down. Whatever. Uh, that was that was whatever. Like the the whole Martian Manhunter eye reveal in the hallway was like okay. Well, that was probably one of the dumbest things or the dumbest thing in that entire movie to me. It was yeah. like, I just didn't get why he would go through all that trouble and or it still plays with our sensibilities of thinking that we're looking at an actual genuine moment. And it's like, no, fuck y'all. We're just going to do this. Like, yeah. Nah. Fast forward. Speaking of, speaking of Martha, the fact that Batman, that, that Bruce bought back the farm, well, he bought the bank, therefore gave them the farm. Essentially. The fact that he was doing everything that he was doing, like he says, I made a promise to him on his grave that I would bring us together and save blah 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 whatever the fuck you ain't look out for that nigga dukes though you let her lose the crib the first thing that i was thinking like if you really cared that much like you didn't even need to buy the bank nigga just pay the fucking bills you feel me (laughs) like nigga make sure she good for life dog like that was that was wild but i mean we already know that's batman's problem he'd rather go around and beat up poor people than just fucking sink the money into gotham (laughs) making shit better so you essentially say he's a cop (laughs) he might as well join the police force he's basically a fucking white privileged ass cop that said fuck it i'd rather beat niggas to death than you know actually help them get some help like poverty isn't the fucking source of crime for sure for sure i'm thinking what else mattered for real Cyborg is much better in this. Well, that's what I was going to say. Jesus talking about Christ, that he's matter, much better. I, that's what I was going to say. That, that's the main thing of anything that we get from this is just the fact that Cyborg being completely revealed and all of that cut scenes, especially the stuff, you know, that we already saw in the previous trailers that didn't make it into the, the theatrical cut and just really explaining the story because, you know, not that the whole story revolves around Cyborg, but a good portion of the story or the heart of the story is about Cyborg and him having these powers as a result of one of the mother boxes and just the fact of him dealing with the dichotomy of his relationship with his father, since that's more laid out and how he ended up becoming Cyborg, why he actually resents his father to a lot of degrees and, and feels neglected. All of these things wait, make way more sense in that context. And they actually give him, you know, very likable moments in the beginning to really show his characterization. The fact that he's out there, you know, and giving that random lady, making it seem like she won all this money because she was hurting and everything like that. Like, yeah, good, good save the cat moments for the character. And then, and the one thing, even still from the theatrical version, I didn't really know what to expect of Ray Fisher, but I can actually say that even for his acting within it, I actually did not dislike him in, in either version. He actually seems pretty decent as far as an actor in, you know, dealing with what he had there, I just always still hate that overly CGI damn suit, though. I I mean, them trying to give us what like a realistic version of that shit could look like. I get it, but yeah. at the same time, when at the at the end of the theatrical cut, him showing them showing him have the ability to kind of like start to alter it, and and it made it started to look more like the uh, like comic accurate version of it, which doesn't look crazy as fuck like that that actually was that actually looked pretty decent by comparison as if it was something that can and will evolve over time that he'll be able to make you know more sleek looking and make it look make it make more sense maybe so i think i missed that overall i just know every time i looked at they didn't do it in in the end of this one though so it was you know just period the fact that i didn't catch it in the theatrical and i didn't when i look at it in this version 
it was more noticeable since he had more screen time and all of those other uh, scenes that he had in the theatrical version where he was actually in, you know, a hoodie and sweatpants and shit, and you didn't notice it. I just look at that shit, and it just reminds me of fucking Megatron from the Transformers movies, from the Michael Bay blosion shits, where it's just like you're making all these things jagged and just weird just for no goddamn reason, and that was my problem. And remember, that was kind of the same thing they said about the Transformers at that time was like, yeah, you know, it has to be this intricate blah, blah, blah. You can't make it like regular blocky shit or it's not going to look right. And then take that nigga off the, the, the case and put Travis Knight on to do Bumblebee. And it's like, oh, they can look like the the traditional shit and it looks good, huh? I thought you couldn't do this, dumbass. But anyway, so yeah, that, that was only my, my major gripe about seeing that character. It's like, I just hate looking at that weird ass silvery alien-like body where it's like you could have just made this shit way more simplistic just to kind of get across the idea that you know he's you know the fact that he was just you know he's the cyborg that he is but then at the same time the fact that it could be way more sleeker and yeah you know and and looking at this like i said that does yeah that and i feel like josh got that from i feel like josh got that from zach because doomsday didn't look shit like doomsday in batman vs superman and but but what it was was as we saw him going through the fight and 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 battling, he started to develop more of the bone spikes and right. shit like that as he was adapting going through the, adapting. So it felt on brand in that respect. Like okay, so the first version that we're getting of each of these people is not the last version, low key, right? Type shit. But I mean, o- overall, with the exception of the design, like he was, like I say, he, all that shit was super valuable to his character to have it removed and cut. If, if his gripes that he was talking about pertain to how he was completely, (laughs) almost completely removed out of the fucking 2017 movie, that would make more sense to me than the rest of the shit that he was talking about, because all of that shit really added to the movie. It, it enhanced the experience as a whole. Like, right. The, like seeing seeing the experience of like you know actually seeing the game seeing the fact that you know getting more of that understanding of the fact that his father is there but completely not there seeing knowing the fact that you know he got into this accident and lost his mother in it and almost fucking died you know in the way he was fucked up behind that and then just all of those all of those things those factors like his thoughts and the shit that he was going through you know and and more of that back and forth with his father because their relationship was so shitty and it was just like and what he was going through it was like his father was almost not he was again he was there but he wasn't there you know it was like he kept him alive but almost for what (laughs) it's like nigga you're like i'm completely different i can't walk out the door now and you still not here with me to go through this shit to grieve over mom or whatever like all of that shit mattered bro like and just to chop all of that shit out like from Josh was just fucking crazy to me. And I could completely do without the Iris scene with flash. Well, I, I can sort of agree with you in that sense, but I vehemently am against you saying that that scene does not need to be there for the same reason, because Nigga, you're not gonna take out Kiersey Clemens' fine ass. Fuck you. <laughs> well, see, this is no. This is the thing, though, which I don't know what 
Zach has in mind. I don't give a fuck, nigga. It's Kiersey Clemens. I feel you. I feel you. But it's the fact that Barry and Iris don't know each other in this. So he did all of that. Like she was doing the I'm driving and I'm operating my car and staring into this place to look at you instead of at the road. And you're staring at me instead of paying attention at your interview. And we don't even fucking know each other. This is our first walk by each other. And I just almost died to look at you. Okay. Putting it in that perspective, I still don't give a fuck because it's kids. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like, what? And initially when he grabbed the fucking hot dog out the air, I was like, it's funny, but why did he do that? And then he went back and he was like, yo, he's going to have a meat snack for the dog. Okay. Whatever. But if you took that out, yeah, didn't change. It wouldn't have changed shit. Give me all you got. So fuck it. I'm just going to take that. Just saying that again, if it had been done as a series, it would have made more sense in that sense of here's an episode where we're giving more characterization to these people building up to the bigger shit. I still just don't, like I said, I still just don't understand what the, like how different this flash will be if he doesn't even know Iris. That's, that feel weird. Like that's like, that's a, that's a pretty big diversion from everybody else's, you know, character, you know, stories and backgrounds, like to take Iris away. That's that feel weird. Like to put her there, but like they, but they not have the relationship that we know them to have is weird. I don't know. I mean, like, you know, it would be, it's going to be interesting to see what ends up unfolding, but it it definitely is. I don't know, but whatever. I I think, but we can't get everything we want within, you know, these theatrical versions. And otherwise there's always going to be something. Yeah. 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 Like I, I also felt like, what else was really fucking dope, man? Well, comparatively, you know, speaking when we said, just like talking about Cyborg, the whole motivation behind Steppenwolf was considerably better for this version than theatrical because then you actually know why he's doing what he's doing and trying to get back into Dark Side's good graces as opposed to just being, you know, the mother box nigga running around just saying, I, I need these. Yeah, for some yeah, reason. For sure. The fact that my nigga was like, yo, like, you owe this nigga 50,000 worlds. Fam, you know how hard it is to find one world with life? <laughs> nigga, like, the fuck? Nigga, 50,000, my G? Not dollars, nigga? You don't want, you don't know money? Like, I, I can't, I can't, what I, what I gotta do? Well, what do we know? We ain't, we ain't get to see all of these other worlds and do other cool shit. We still stuck on this You're fucking right. mud ball. Seeing... The, uh, the 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 old fight when they when they beat the shit oh, out yeah, dark side the, yeah, the extended <laughs> when they slice and dice that nigga the fuck up right that wasn't that was definitely Ares that that hacked my nigga with the axe yeah but it wasn't the same Ares from Wonder Woman which was weird well you know it was the order of how they did the shit so guess I mean. so but they definitely wouldn't got fucking what are what are the extras from three hundred to be Zeus in in the shit? Well, that's what I was thinking about that shit because I looked at him, I was like, "Who the fuck is that supposed to be?" And I'm like, oh, "Okay, with the lightning, it's obviously got to be Zeus." Zeus. Yeah. But I'm like, uh, "Yeah, that just was weird." It was like it was almost like Zack Snyder was trying to homage himself in some way. Loki, Loki yeah. is what it felt like. I mean, it it, it was weird from. The fact the fact that they that they just called they were like yeah well they were there were the Amazons and they were the Atlanteans before they went before they retreated to the sea and and the and and 
random protectors from the stars. <laughs> like niggas in hey, we the, we the lanterns like out here in these streets like nobody. And then there was only like one of them shown, yeah. which was I guess like. But the don't get me wrong though, the fight was dope as fuck. Yeah, I mean it was definitely like I said, everything that he kind of added in or extended upon didn't feel like it was lesser or completely unnecessary in those cases. Cause just like the whole thing with even with the, the Amazons and, and you know, the baton passing of the mother box, like that extension of that scene, it's still very, very, you know, but I mean, Zack Snyder's good at action. Yeah. For the most part is. anyway. So, I mean, it, it was, that shit was hard. That shit was yeah. hard. I like, I liked how they did that. It's shit. like as much shit as we talk about in the same vein, like him and Michael Bay are like two sides of the same coin. It's like, when they're doing action, you really can't say shit about the action because the action is usually always fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah. So, did you did you feel like their plan was? I felt I felt like their plan was pointless, and I felt like it was stupid, and I also felt like it backfired. The uh, you know run out of here and seal off the the fucking you know tomb or whatever with the mother box because it's like the bitch is a dome that's completely closed off, and right. he just poofed in out of fucking nowhere. So right. sealing him inside of it clearly is not going to work. That was like one thing. On well, the other side of it too, even if it did work to keep him inside, I felt like once that shit, once the, the fucking blocks came down and sealed it, it falling into the water was not a part of the plan because then that completely ruins the whole... In a way, I mean, I guess they're just looking at it no different than if you're in a collapsing building, they're just assuming that you're going to get fucked up by the collapsing building and then maybe we're done. Right. But, you know, still not thinking that you're strong enough to make it out of that shit. But, yeah, the fact that he made it out of that shit, but then how all them goddamn parademons make it out of that, too? Like, you wouldn't think that they would have been powerful enough. Yeah, because they're fairly, they seem to be fairly weak. Right. I mean, you know, even Batman's human ass could kill parademons, so. Right, right. So, Uh, but, you know, he's the greatest. (laughs) Um, With prep time. Yeah, facts, with prep time. Batman with prep time. Versus Wolverine just waking up, <laughs> like whatever. I think, I think the scene was overall it was it was dope though. the The fight in Atlantis was also pretty was pretty good for the mother box there. I mean, it was just it was just a better fucking movie. I felt like yeah. I felt like because like in my head I'm trying to order the shots that I really fucked with the most, the scenes I fucked with the most. But uh, the flash hitting the hitting the time reversal run was fucking incredible. I liked that shit a lot. I guess just in, within that one part of him doing it, I mean, yeah, I guess it was kind of cool. I just I I got tired of seeing Flash doing nothing but building up electricity this whole fucking movie. That yeah, no, that shit. that shit was huh, uh, I can't hold it. Huh. That shit was whack. Right. But when everybody fucking blew up, nigga, <laughs> like right. the shit was like, oh shit. And the nigga, like, and as he was running, everything that exploded was putting itself back together and shit. And he was, that shit was fire. I was like, oh my God. Right. Just all the way down to Cyborg's face unexploding, nigga, was right. like, that was hard. Yeah. That was hard. And and it was like, if this is what the Flash movie will be like, I want it. And if it's and if it's more Dostoevsky, I don't want that <laughs> shit at all, my nigga. I don't want that at all. Yeah. I, Them I getting even... rid of that shit meant so much. Like that that final battle and the way it played out 
and having Superman come into it by comparison to the 2017 ending. Right. Nigga. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Definitely Not only night and day in a literal sense of the fact that one was night and one was kind of day, like, but yeah. literally night and day difference. Right. But, I mean, even still, just like you talk about with Superman coming back, Superman still basically having no real, well, not real place, but he really wasn't in this motherfucker this time in comparison. So even for four hours, he really doesn't show up to do shit until later. But I am glad, and, and it was cool to see that, for the most part, that first Superman fighting the League encounter was pretty much intact, as it originally was. And, and so, I mean, I was really thinking that maybe Joss had more of a hand in that other than those I slight tweaks. Did. But, yeah, the fact that Zack Snyder did the majority, all the, especially all of the cool shit that was in there, it was like, damn, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, he's good at doing action. So it's like, yeah, still, I was very happy to see that my favorite part of the whole fucking movie, both versions, was still there. <laughs> Flash running and this nigga Superman looking at him when that eye turned. No, that, was, is, that was so fire. Yeah, when that's that sh- the best fucking part. Of it was, it was only because, I th- and I feel like it was only – not higher for me because it played out almost exactly the same. I want to say yeah. all, exactly the same to like till damn near the last second of that scene. Right. But even still, I, it, I can't really think of anything to me that really tops that shit just based on effect of, you know, the, how the power should work. Was it still funny in some ways? And exciting in some ways to keep you intrigued. So it's like not necessarily the whole fight scene, but like I said, specifically that one part, that's the the coolest shit in the movie to me. Of all the things that could have been done power-wise or otherwise. Cause you know, motherfuckers can only get beat down so much and keep right. smacked in the walls and Yeah, we don't need to we don't need to see them niggas race. That right there <laughs> was enough to tell us that, oh, this nigga's fast for real. Right. And and the thing, but the thing is we also in that bank robbery scene, we get to see that Wonder Woman is almost that fast too, because well, yeah, she had to be fast enough to see every bullet coming out that fucking banana clip and get to where she needed to to block every single one of them bitches right. accurately. And apparently, she was faster than a speeding bullet. She was faster than a bunch of them motherfuckers. Right. So, like, clearly, she's if not that fast, she is close to that fast though, which is really dope. I just. It's just one of them shits where it's like another Wonder Woman power or thing that's there that's kind of like only there for a moment. Well, I think most of these characters suffer from this kind of thing anyway, where it's always like, yeah, we have really cool shit when it's convenient. Because it's no different than just like watching any of the animated shit. And I never understand how Superman gets caught so many times with the dumbest shit. Like, if you can move that fast, nobody should ever get the drop on you. Facts. Like, what the fuck? But, you know, it's like a old boy fucking um, goddamn Ryan George always be like, yeah, you know, but if he did that, then the movie couldn't happen. So, it's like. Exactly. Because, I mean, cause like, that's the thing, though. Like, when you look at, like, you know, and not to compare, but by comparison, when you look at the Marvel joints, like, what them niggas can do is what they can do. Right. That's, like, that's just it. Wolverine got the fucking stabby stabbies and the nigga can heal. He didn't, he didn't get convenient other extra powers out of nowhere right. when he needed something else to happen. Like, that's just not how that shit, that's not how I read. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and that really applies like across the board for everybody over there. 
You know what I'm saying? What the motherfuckers can do that we know that they can do is what they is what they do. So, you know, Steve didn't didn't fucking gain any other magical, nothing else. He just you know, the nigga took the sermon, was just strong and and, <laughs> and was able to sock niggas out real good. I'm like, all right, cool. Like clearly at some point between the first waking up at the end of the first Avenger and Winter Soldier, he went and took some fucking fighting classes. Nigga, he took some self defense because he was fucking niggas up. You know what I'm saying? In the, right. in the opening scene of Winter Soldier, but that's it. You know, like so. Yeah, over at DC, it's the shit be the line be hella blurry. Yeah, like yeah. What do I need you to do right now? Sure, you can do that. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, look, like I said, I, I don't, I don't really. I gave it, I gave it an eight point five. Yeah, I ain't really necessarily doing all that. I'll probably say an eight or like, you know, very high seven-ish sort of. But the last thing I would say that probably was most Well, see, nigga, we gave Coming to America the C minus, which was the seven. I'm still not going to compare it in the same way. <laughs> nah, I'm not going to compare it in the same way. I mean, I understand your point, but again... I'm not going to act like if I gave it an eight or higher than an eight, that it feels like that, like it doesn't feel like one of my top tier movies to me. Like I don't give a fuck the fact that if it's good, it still feels like, okay, so let's put it on the, let's put it on the, the MCU scale. So the fact that we talked about this shit before and basically saying that out of 23 movies, we knew which shit fell the lowest for us on that bottom five to a certain degree. I still don't know if Zack Snyder's justice league even still breaks the top 50% of likable MCU movies for me. Mm. Like it's good, but I don't feel like it's really that, that good. It's especially when we have something to compare it to, because if the Joss Whedon version never existed, I think we would probably look at it a little bit different in the sense that we would say, hey, this is cool, but it's the fact that you're righting a wrong, and that's what makes it seem that much better to me. It almost made me wish that we had gotten this this version in 2017 because it would make it easier to compare. Right, Because it saying. would have had to be closer between a two-and-a-half and, and three-hour cut. Right. And I feel like that would have cut a lot of the little like unnecessary shit out. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. Even when you do that, you still get a a movie with a bunch of cool scenes, but I bet you still, if you had to cut a lot of shit out, the coherence is still going to drop a bit. And we would say, it was a lot of cool shit to look at, but I don't really fully know what's going on. In the same way, that, like I said, still with Batman v Superman. Like Some people either really, really don't like it, or some people like, it's cool, but a lot of shit doesn't make sense. Or it just, it's not fully fleshed out, but there was a lot of, you know, cool shit in it. I feel like that same way. Like, I'm looking at a movie that has a lot of cool shit in it, but I'm not going to say narratively, I feel like I'm just all into it from beginning to end where it just all feels right. It's like, no, it feels okay, but I'm not going to act like, yeah, this is like the, the top, the top, top, top of whatever out of that shit. All right. Agreeable. Ah. I'm taking it over Batman versus Superman. I'm taking it over 84. I I would still agree with that. I think I'm taking it. I don't know that I'm taking it over Wonder over the first Wonder Woman. I am. 
I'm thinking. I am too. I am too. Man of Steel. I mean, in in a way, in a way. I mean, ultimately, overall, it's like it's kind of even in, in certain senses, like that when you put Man of Steel there. But I would probably say, without question, it's either the best of the DCEU. But you know, like I said, for me, narratively, when like I said when we talked about this before with Shazam. Shazam doesn't necessarily have to be the greatest, but it feels good all around for the most part for me. Yeah, yeah. Justice League, Zack Snyder's is more like, yeah, it feels cool, but I'm not going to say it totally feels good. It's like... But I feel like this is what this shit all along was supposed to feel like. And I get that. But like I said, if this was the first version, I think we would still look at it as, hey, this was some cool shit, but it's still not perfect. And it doesn't have to be perfect, but... That's why I can't still give it anything. I can't give you a 80, 90% on the shit because of the fact that that's, you know, I'm just feeling like, no, nah, it, it still has its flaws and it's cool. And I mean, mind you, we didn't even get into other little things that brings it down. Like, like even with the whole nightmare sequence and the epilogue that we got within the movie. It was dope, but that shit, bro, it ended like four times. That shit, Lord of the Rings does. Right. <laughs> I was like, bro. Stop. <laughs> but again, give me everything you got. So that's, you know, give me what you got. And that's what they did. And like I said, it's fine. And it sets itself up for a sequel that we probably will never get. But again, that's the whole thing. It's like, it's cool, but I don't know what you really do with this. And especially, you know, what made that shit even more weird was the fact that I was really surprised that Joss wasn't the full wasn't fully responsible for the whole Lex Luthor Deathstroke ending other than changing a few uh, of a little bit of the dialogue. I just really assumed that that was something that Joss had thrown in there. So the fact that see Zack Snyder actually did that initially setting up the Injustice League, even though this version, they didn't really mention it that way. That was cool. But to see Deathstroke is like, yeah, I'm here to take out Batman or I like to take out Batman. And then to go to that epilogue where it's like, you're rolling with Batman now. Obviously, something changed, but it was too drastic of a, a shift for me. Yeah. I'm intrigued by what could happen with, you know, a possible sequel to all of this. But but again, like I said, it, it was like a bunch of cool things. But, you know, narratively and contextually, I'm not going to act like it's just it was just infallible. Like, it really wasn't. It's just it's a very good, enjoyable movie that I would... I would recommend to someone that likes this type of thing, but I'm again, I'm not going to say go out of your way to see this. And that's the same thing that I said for coming to America. So I'm on par with this. Okay. Question though. This is the thing. I feel like if I feel like all the Snyder movies were, so were intended to feel how this one felt. And kind of have that going on. But I also feel like Warner wasn't necessarily letting him just fully get off like this. I'm sure they were Up to this point. Right. They were thinking bottom line. Which is also why we know after the fact when we got the, you know, different version of Batman versus Superman, niggas fucked with it much more. But as a first total movie, this is the first Justice League, if this is the version that it is. How do you look at it by comparison to the first Avengers? 
again, I'm still taking it the same way. The first Avengers narratively and the way it was presented worked on all levels to me with the exception of Captain America's fucking suit. That shit was terrible, bro. <laughs> and it was funny because back then I actually thought like, oh, that's kind of a cool update. Upgrade. Yeah, a little right. update. And then it's like looking back at, and then when the Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier version came, was, was like, like damn. That's why the did they take that long to get that shit right? Like that's all they had to do. But yeah, you know, you, you got to make your mistakes and then you fix your mistakes. So yeah, comparatively, I'm still going with Avengers. But like I said, again, I'm I'm looking at this like, yeah, this is very good. But I'm looking at it in the same way that I feel about maybe like a, a Man of Steel where it's like, we like it, it's flawed. And, and I'll mind you, the, everything else from DCEU is so, is so hit or miss where it's like, I still enjoy in some way, shape, or form all of the movies, but it's just like some are technically good, some are technically bad, but I can definitely sit through all of them multiple times, probably with the exception of the first Wonder Woman, but that's just me and period piece movies in that sense that I just don't like the the background of World War One. But that's just me. But I mean again, like I said, but narratively, that movie, narratively and acting wise, that movie, you know, is probably one of the most top notch out of all of them. But nah, like I said, my pure enjoyment, I'm still gonna go with Avengers over Zack Snyder's version of Justice League. But I'm like I said, again, I like Zack Snyder's Justice League, but I'm not gonna say like, yeah, this was the shit. She was like, yeah, it was very good. <laughs> I got you. Uh, okay, so the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier is out. What you think? Now, as far as like what WandaVision did, and then with them coming into we're doing Wanda, we're doing a Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was expecting it to be on par in that same way. And I mean... I can only hope these other five episodes get better because I was bored to tears with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Really? Yeah. I didn't give a fuck about his sister in a, in a shrimp boat. I, I didn't either. I didn't care about that. But at the same time, the whole thing is, I felt like by comparison, even, and, and this was this was like 40, I think this was 49 fucking minutes. So It wasn't even that long. It was The it credits was, were on and it was only well, like yeah, 40 that's, minutes. That's true. So yeah, it was it was... That's what I'm saying. So I think it was 49, but, you know, obviously the credits are fucking yeah, unnecessarily I long. I never count credits. Yeah. So. Unless I'm in them. <laughs> I feel you. So looking at this, what I was thinking, though, was by comparison to WandaVision episode one, even episode two, shit, even probably halfway through three, this shit was much more to do okay. and going on. So let me say this. So. For the listeners especially, this was a joke. I got your ass back when I told you that I'm going to tell you the bullshit first to convince you mm-hmm. that, nah, I like I didn't like it. No, I love this shit. Okay. Because I'm confused, <laughs> nigga. No, that's what I said. I, I said it like when you, and I laughed the first time when we were talking about the other shit and I was, you know, talking about Justice League. For sure. So, yeah. So, no, this is me getting you back to be like, I'm going to commit to telling you I didn't like the shit and I really fucking love the shit. Okay. Okay. I love, great. Now, so. Because like I said, because like I said, because I'm over here trying to level. I'm trying to, under, I'm trying to see from your perspective. Nah, nah, Because, nah, nah, nigga, nah. I enjoyed myself. No, it was everything I wanted the shit to be. I had, and, but I had no expectations because I had no fucking clue what it was about. Well, I still did not give a fuck about they goddamn boat. <laughs> so, but again, I hear you on that, but even I still disagree with that. Like, 
I'm not saying you had to really give a fuck, but I like that added characterization of Sam's character where I was okay with that. No, no, no. And and, and that's the reason that I was okay with it, which I said in the review, because, nigga, we don't fucking know nothing about this nigga. Right. The nigga nigga was getting ran up on from the left, nigga. That's all we knew. And then all of a sudden, he was was Captain America's friend, nigga. We don't know shit about this nigga. Right. So, though I didn't give a fuck about these niggas' boat and him arguing with his sister... I gave a fuck about the fact that we were getting character development and background on this nigga that we didn't have because like we've just accepted him. Exactly. And that was what I also what I said in the review because that was it was all spoiler free though, but it was what I said in the review is I didn't necessarily feel like we needed background on the side Avengers because we just didn't. We just accepted them into the fold and it was cool. But I'm happy to get it well, because then it gets us, it allows us to be more invested in them. Well, yeah, but that's the whole thing. They were side Avengers before, but now they're the main they're focus. The, exactly. So you have to do that. So my thing is, in conjunction to what you're saying, is that, yeah, you get the backstory, but I enjoyed it more because of the fact that, to me, also, the acting was on par. So had right. they done shitty jobs, I would have been like, yeah, I really don't give a fuck about this. But the fact that they were bringing it, it was good to see fucking Sebastian Stan actually get a moment to not just be fucking stoic and out of his mind like he normally was as Winter Soldier and any other time, like he had moments of actually showing a little bit of range. Yeah. Well, it was, okay, see, so right out of right out of the review, it was dope to see him in the therapy setting. Right. Because we actually got to see person, a moment of personality. From right, him, the CMB guy human for once. Which we, like, never had. And well, other than, I guess... First Avenger seeing somewhat of him Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But like that was, you know, the personality of of, of a nigga growing up in the twenties, thirties, you know what I'm saying? Type right. shit. So that was definitely different. To see him being a civilian now is us getting him almost kind of in his cap state, you know, like right. coming out of the, you know, first Avenger. So that was dope. And then but the thing that fucked me up is then when we realized why he was with the old dude, I'm like, why is this nigga always kicking it with people who family he killed? <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that coming. But at the same time, like, I just really thought it was probably harder for him to meet people. And you know how sometimes people may just gravitate to someone's older because it's a lot less pressure. For sure. And so I just assumed that that was going to be. And it didn't even occur to me that when he was doing the flashback and he obviously killed the Asian dude that I didn't think of any relation to the same old me Asian either. dude that was kidding. And the first one I was thinking when I saw him, if my first thought was I was thinking it was the guy that used to be in Cap's battalion that that's who that was at a very older age. And he that's just didn't realize. Right. And that's who I thought it was at first. And then I was like, well, no, nah, it's not the same name or whatever. So it's like, and probably they would have still gotten that same actor. Uh, I forgot what his name is, uh, Schwa or whatever. I thought they, you know, they could have gotten him and, and still, you know, threw some makeup on him or whatever, just made right. an older version. But that's what I thought initially. But the whole idea of them to open up this show, like I said, and, and this is what I'm saying. So you weren't expecting with so much because you didn't know what to expect. I just felt like from the trailers, and because of the setting that since it was going to be a lot more straightforward, I expected this to be as much winter soldier ish that they could be without cap. And they did and fulfilled just that to open that shit up with Sam and the whole big action sequence and everything felt very still on brand for MCU. It didn't feel like it was a knockoff of no shit. 
The shit was exciting. It was funny. Like I said, dealing with everything going to Bucky and the fact that they didn't even, you know, meet up within that first episode right. and getting to see things separate and seeing him get some time to shine and getting, you know, Sam's backstory and then dealing with the whole shit of running up with the terrorist group that they're dealing with. Like, I fucking love this episode. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Because listen, nigga, I did too. I like strictly found myself fucked up because like I said, like, I don't know, like between the, the, the miscellaneous few cuss words thrown out in the episode, mad niggas getting John wicked and shit throughout the course of the episode and Sam killing infinite niggas in the first scene alone. I was like, fam, Disney, (laughs) what the fuck is up with the family friendly? I, my immediate thought, I fucked with it though. Like I said, there's shit there. Like I said, like going back and forth with, you know, with with the shit with the boat and the in the house and all that. Like I said, it was it was that was like whatever, but I understood it and I was with it. Uh from that perspective. The fact that he tried to use his celebrity to get the bank loan and shit was like right. okay. And the fact that my nigga was like, Can I get a selfie? But fuck y'all alone. I'm like, nigga. But the coolest shit about the banker was the fact that he was asking questions that niggas have definitely thought about. Again, these niggas really like Marvel really fucking with the with the fans looking at the shit that we talk about and putting this shit into these shows. Like, how do you niggas get money? Right. Who's paying for all of this fly shit? Who's funding it? Was it Stark? My condolences, by the way. <laughs> but like, and I'm like, nigga, yeah, that's a that's a good ass question. Cause I feel like we've all just assumed that Tony just be fronting everything. And but I mean, to a certain degree it had to be, because outside of whatever contractual shit he was doing. I mean, as far as their day-to-day, it had to be still Tony basically taking care of everybody to some degree. Yeah. And then now that he's dead, it's like, you know, Pepper, like, I don't give a fuck about y'all niggas. I ain't paying for shit. <laughs> fuck y'all. <laughs> y'all niggas can avenge these nuts. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just just the the whole, like I said, with, with the whole setup of everything, it was everything that I was expecting it to be. Like I said, I was very happy from beginning to end, I was very wide awake getting back up at like 345 in the morning to watch the shit. And like, I didn't have a personal dull moment and I'm more than looking forward to the next five episodes of the shit and let alone by the time that they get together. And then just, you know, still, so, you know, with this whole setup of him giving the shield to the Smithsonian, which on one hand, I don't understand that shit. Cause it's like, yeah, I understand you feeling like it should be, he should be honored and shit. He's already being honored, nigga. Like, keep the shield. Like, yeah, bro. Like, I mentioned that too. Away. But I felt like that was. I felt like that was the requirement. Like, he had to do that in order for us to get to the end. The end scene. Well, because there was no other way for it to get out of his hands. Not, but because not of, necessarily, not necessarily. And the only reason why I say that is because just like when you go from like the second Iron Man, and then just even like where there were other like prototype shields that could have been there they could have done that with taking they could have just said all right they had another one in in the backlog somewhere and that's what they ended up giving the homeboy like you could have done that i get it it's way more prevalent and pertinent now that it is cap shield being passed on to this other nigga that they ain't signed off on and that they don't know so yeah it makes it that much more interesting yeah that's what i'm saying so, so like in order for that to really like be super effective it would be one thing if they just had if they had a dude with just a random 
fucking frisbee. You know what I'm saying? Like it just right. it would it wouldn't have been significant for real. This right. made it that true. Way. But but again, that's why I'm saying just the fact that when you look at the fact that it could have been there still could have been another out for them to not do that. And I would have still accepted that answer. I was okay with, but yeah. It was low key some sucking shit too. I was like, nigga, what the fuck is you doing, bro? Right. Like, get get off this shit, nigga. <laughs> like, you got, nigga, you got the shield, bro. Nigga, if, listen, if Michael, I'm not, I don't watch fucking sports, my nigga. I don't give a fuck about sports, bro. It's not important to me. I'm a man who gives no shit. But if Michael Jordan, Gave me a pair of sneakers off his feet, my nigga, that he wore in a game, bruh. Matter of fact, that he wore in hella games, nigga. Like, were this pair of kicks in every championship. Right. I'm not giving them bitches to the Smithsonian, my G. I'm fucking keeping them hoes. Or at least you're going to pay me, especially since y'all having so much fucking financial strife. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, since since Tony gone, my nigga. Right. <laughs> Let me go ahead. Like, yeah, you want to pay me to have this shield? Like, sure, you can pay me to have this bitch out on loan. Give me a couple million dollars. Yeah, or some shit, yeah. Bro. Let me go. Let me go to Vegas and uh and and take this bitch to the Pawn Stars. <laughs> right. Take it to their shop, my nigga. Like the fuck, but. Yeah, man. Like I said, I enjoyed the episode, dog. I thought I thought the whole shit was was real dope, man. And again, it was cool to see. Uh, George St. Pierre back Which was like Hey Okay Cause my nigga did jump off the boat In Winter Soldier That was the last time We seen that nigga Well I was thinking That he was gonna Maybe play some more role like, Well you know It's not to say That he can't come back In some way But I was thinking That I didn't expect him To be in the opening Just kind of As that flashback to shit I thought maybe He was gonna play A more prominent role In the series But again Like I said We don't know What's going on yet This is only episode one And the 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 episode did exactly what it was supposed to do in that sense that this is one of those few times where, you know, I guess between me watching Snowfall and or this shit, episode ends and I'm like, nigga, I got to wait another week. Fuck. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> and regardless of what was going on with WandaVision, I never really felt like that wholeheartedly. Like, WandaVision was like, yeah, I kind of want to see what happens next, you know, after episode four and five and six. And then I just kind of still waned off on like, yeah, I guess eventually we'll get to it. But no, I was really on some. I'm mad as fuck. I just spent this last 40 minutes watching this shit, and I got to wait a whole seven days to continue this shit. Yeah, bro. Shit was definitely good, man. Anything else that you saw over the course of the past week or that we should touch on or address before we wrap this bitch up? I have seen nothing. I ain't going to lie, man. I feel like I haven't either. And I, 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 I know I have, but at the same time, I don't feel like i have so i haven't not outside of anything that i normally would watch like no that's that has not been the case and i'm trying to think of anything else in all the streaming sites that that anything had been watched like no i feel like something was maybe that i watched on hulu but no it, it wasn't anything special it was just me watching snowfall that's it so no nothing i have to finish catching up on that i'm almost at the end of season one <sighs> At least you're doing the right thing by actually watching this shit. So I can't even be mad. Nigga, I was completely, like, I knew niggas had mentioned it, but I was like, whatever. And, yeah, and, and that's how I was at first, too. And then when it hit Hulu, I was like, you know, let me try to watch this shit. And I watched the first episode. I was like, all right, apparently yeah. I'm sleeping. Yeah, 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 for sure. That was that was what it was. It was when I got Hulu. And it's if, only it, been if I better. did not get Hulu, then I, would, I still wouldn't have watched it. Yeah, it's only been getting better. So, yeah, it's definitely... 
Yeah, well, you're already in the midst of it, so. Yeah, so it's cooking. Well, with that being said, listen, people, man, we appreciate y'all tapping in with us every single trip. It means so much to us, man, you know? You know? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, y'all show up, because, you know. Because we got more stuff coming. So, listen, if you are into other things beyond movies, TVs, and games, things of the sort, BDSM. We have more content coming for you guys. Listen, the Pro 3 ENT Network is called the Pro 3 ENT Network for a reason. More shows, more content will be launching. Be prepared. Make sure y'all checking us out on the YouTube at Pro 3 ENT as well. If y'all are if y'all are subscribed there, then you will get to see our movie reviews, our reactions to trailers, TV reactions, things of the sort. And then we have more shows prepping to roll out. Blurs and Clips is up first, and then everything else is coming after. Tap in with us as always. I am your G, BKA Watts. And I'm your G, Vigatron. No, but that's not how I normally say things, so I'm sorry. Yeah. It's the award winning Vigatron. <laughs> it's all right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I be cool for once. Nah, man, look. You the cool one, my nigga. I ain't got no IMDb credits. Anyway. See? See? Nigga's a famous actor. The next episode, I'm going to see if we can convince Vig to let us use one of his songs as the intro and outro. <laughs> oh, um, don't nobody want to hear that whack shit. Anyway. Shit, I ain't trying to hear that of that. Any questions, concerns, comments, or show subjects, make sure y'all send those over to us 24-7 at blurredsandclips at gmail.com. And we will holla at y'all next week one time. What are we going to be talking about? Who the fuck knows? But it's going to be something black. It's going to be something nerdy, my niggas. And we're going to go ahead and get it the fuck cracking. As always, we appreciate y'all. And we are the fuck up out this bitch.